Live from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, hello. Good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast. We are back again for another edition of Watchdogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. This is episode number 121. We are coming to you live on January. Yeah, look, January the 12th. Uh, this is rollback week. We're usually on a Tuesday. Today we're going to be on a Monday because of some scheduling changes that we uh, regularly have, and we are so happy to have a great show for you today, I would like to bring on my good friend and co-host, Mr. Chris Dannenauer at the Watchdogs Mothership, the National Office in Springdale. Chris, how you doing? Keith, I'm doing good, man. It is, it is great and a, a balmy, I think, uh, 24 <laughs> degrees here in Springdale <laughs> with some freezing rain. So it is great and, uh, you know, just, just excited to... Uh, to see what the spring has in store, Keith. Uh, this morning, uh, I pulled up our, our active number of watchdog schools in our 46 states, and we have 4,509 schools, and have about another 230 in pre-launch. So, just looking to see uh, these other 200 plus schools come on to join us uh, sometime this spring. That's unbelievable. You know, when we give uh, that. That number, I almost feel like giving us a drum roll every time we have an updated uh, number because, I mean, it's going to be, especially now, a lot of schools are coming back from their holiday break. They're launching for the second half, second semester, however your school is broken down. So everybody's, you know, getting all geared up. You know, I'm putting together, uh, I'm going to be doing two um, Donuts with Dad events this year uh, at the two different schools that I'm active in. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, Chris, I've got, and, and, and believe it or not, I have a donut shop that is willing to make, and, and this is their specialty, a maple bacon donut. Can you imagine? It's awesome. It well, sounds uh, gross when you think of it, but it is awesome. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, just before, uh, just before uh, I want to say Halloween, uh, my wife went to a little bitty craft fair, and they had maple bacon fudge, mm. and uh, it was it, it was better than what I thought. It was very yeah, good. Two, and, things, uh, two things you would not think that would go together, but uh, but yeah, they're they're very good. And I uh, give a shout out to uh, Joy Bodeker at uh, Paradise Donuts in Dallas. She takes care of us uh, when we do our donuts with Dad here uh, locally, so uh, in Dallas, Georgia. So. Um, Chris, we have uh, some extra special guests today uh, beyond uh, we, you know, we normally like to have our uh, heroes of the hallways, our, our local heroes of the hallways on the Watchdogs radio show. But today is extra special because I get a chance to meet and talk with somebody who I have been watching on video for about seven years now. Uh, and that is uh, Amy Hercules at uh, Countryside Elementary in Olathe, Kansas, and her top dog coordinator, Ryan. Guys, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. We are so proud and happy to have you guys here. Thank you. We're honored right, to be here as well. Well, uh, well, Amy, I will say that, uh, number one, you've been involved in Watchdogs for longer than I have because it was the 
Um, the video, the, the news story uh, that I got to see in November of 2007, I believe it was, when uh, your school was featured on uh, World News Tonight with Charlie Gibson at the time. And, uh, man, that you have helped us launch easily 3,000 or more schools. And, uh, and I just, uh, you know, you, you're an icon in the watchdogs world. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel like I'm not worthy. <laughs> so, so well, Keith, I'm proud uh, to be connected. Yeah, before, uh, before I want to say that you're about right, actually, Keith, uh, when I started in 07 in February, we had about 418 schools. So I'm guessing she's launched probably helped launch about 3,900 schools. So wow. you know, uh, by the end of this year, it could be over 4,000. Wow, I've not heard that number before. That's amazing. Yes. So so thank you so much for uh, that. Those few minutes that several years ago have made such a huge difference. Um, we've also got Ryan Hackworth on here, who is the top dog coordinator at, and it's, am I saying this right, is it Countryside Elementary? Yeah, yes. that's correct. Okay. Now, So, Ryan, tell us, um, how did you get involved in Watchdogs? And we want to hear about uh, your launch events, how the program's going, how it's developed over the last seven, eight, uh, however many years you've been running the program now. Sure, sure. Well, my daughter's a fifth grader this year, so she basically started a countryside six years ago. And uh, so when she was in kindergarten, um, I heard about the program, and I think also part of it is I just didn't want to leave her alone all day. So (laughs) I uh, volunteered to uh, help out in the watchdog program. And, I mean, truthfully, after after one visit, doing it one time, I, I... I loved it and couldn't stop doing it. Um, wow. So I actually became the top dog about three years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, once a year we have a pizza kickoff, and it's free pizza for all the dads and kids that can come. Um, and they come out, and we talk about the program, and the kids play games for a while. Um, a couple of years ago I got Lowe's to donate those little building projects that they do on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dads got to do that with the kids for a while. And uh, – yeah, it, it's been great. We have anywhere from 75 to 100 dads show up at every one of our events, um, mm-hmm. every every kickoff event. And, you know, the, the biggest thing I always tell them at every event is just do it one time, and I promise you'll want to do it again. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, now, now, Amy, um, how long have you been running the program now? Um, I started actually getting involved with the program 11 years ago when I was the principal at another school here in Olathe and um, had partnered up with one of my dads there to get it started within um, our school, Northview. And it was such had such a tremendous impact that when I transitioned over here to Countryside, um, they were really just at the starting point. I had actually come out and spoke to their site council the year before, um, kind of promoting the program before I even knew that I'd be transitioning over to Countryside. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I transitioned over, um, immediately kind of got the program up and going here at Countryside as well. So I've had the um, uh, privilege of, of being a part and, and kind of um, that ground level of the Watchdogs program for close to 11 years now. Wow, that, that's impressive. Now, does the uh, student population, I know uh, back in the uh, the ABC News video, you had mm-hmm. mentioned that the pop- student population runs around 250. Is that still about the same? Yes. Um, we're, well, no, that was at Northview. We're actually, we run here between um, 450 to 500 students. Okay. And, okay, good and we're K-5. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, uh, yeah. So now do you get, because of being a part of the video, and I know you've helped us out tremendously over the years uh, as a reference, do you still get phone calls from people who see you in the video and want to know a little bit more about the program? Yes. I um, have continued over the years to get contacts um, from other administrators um, of buildings across the U.S. asking questions about how to start it up and um, how to get dads involved um, and how to get a top dog and what responsibilities that would look like. Um, and so I've, I've continued to be able to have those conversations. And a lot of times it's, it's from an administrator standpoint, once you hear some of the statistics of, of the continued decrease that I have had in office referrals and the impact that it's had just within the community of kids feeling connected and building those relationships. Some of our dads, Ryan being one of them, has come on to be even an ongoing mentor um, mm-hmm. to some of our students. And so um, it becomes kind of a no-brainer as an administrator once you hear some of those things. It seems uh, it also having those conversations becomes a little less overwhelming of how to get it started and being okay to start small. Um, and, and like Ryan said, once you have a few dads coming in, they become uh, your voice. They become mm-hmm. your advocate exactly. for what a great program it is. Exactly. Now, you mentioned the statistics. Can you give us a, uh, a couple of statistics that, you know, just kind of throw some numbers out there? Well, um, when I first came in, my office referrals since since I started here and since we started the Watchdogs program and having the parents, we've seen a steady decrease in office referrals. And I'm down um, nearly 45% in comparison to my very first year as an administrator here and first bringing in um, the Watchdogs program. And, wow. and I do contribute it greatly to the presence of, of our parents, our dads in the building. And mm-hmm. they're not disciplinarians. They're not, you know... Sure. It, it's all about relationship building. They're in the lunchrooms, high-fiving kids, talking to them. Um, and it's those relationships that then carry, too, when they see them at the grocery store after mm-hmm. school. And it's like, there's my watchdog. And um, those things, I believe, just that presence and that knowing of accountability um, to their community mm-hmm. lets students see themselves well beyond just their responsibilities to the teachers or when they're within our building, but far exceeds that. And I unfortunately would love statistics. I'm not sure. I haven't figured out a way together <laughs> what that community impact is, but um, other than, you know, my parent involvement numbers have exactly. gone up as well. Exactly. Um, now, you, are you getting, starting. are you getting pretty much somebody every day or every week or what kind of uh, participation it, numbers are you having? It it really it depends on the season. We've become very flexible. We have a, um, a a large population of our parents that you know work seasonal work, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes the rain and things will keep them from being able to work, or they may have a half day. And we've really had to kind of change and adjust our way of thinking of a watchdog coming in and being here from start to finish. But working with our our parent community, our dads are wanting to come in and be a part of that, being okay that it may just be for a half a day. And we okay. really sell that with them if you can give us just a few hours. Um, mm-hmm. And so when you average all of those times out, I mean, there are weeks that we have two or three dads on one day um, <laughs> every day yeah. of the week. Um, yep. So, But we're, we're staying strong at at least having one in probably on average a week. 
That is awesome. Well, uh, we have been talking with Amy Hercules and Rick Hackworth, uh, the principal and the top dog coordinator at Countryside Elementary School in Olathe, Kansas. And we appreciate you uh, joining us today, Chris. You got a, we got a couple seconds left. You got any closing thoughts? Ryan and Amy, thank you so much, and I'll be touching base with you shortly after this uh, radio ends. Thank you very much, Ryan and Amy. Thank you. Great. Thank you, guys. All right. Have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Carrie Casey, author and CEO of the National Center for Fathering and Father Rapport, shares some good news about you on Today's Father. Just recently, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services released an encouraging study about you, Dad. They found that a dad's involvement has steadily increased over the past decade. Very encouraging. As I said, although we can't forget this, is clearly about dads who are present in the daily lives of their children. There are still many millions of children who don't have a dad in their lives. There's still a crisis of father absence, and the likely consequences for those kids are really sad. But besides that, I want to stay positive today. Involved dads are stepping up more and more, and I trust that's many of you listening today. You're getting the message that you have an important role to play. The study confirms you are getting involved in the daily care and training of your children. Specifically, among dads with children age 5 or less, 9 out of 10 dads bathe their children, change diapers, help them use the bathroom, and help their kids get dressed. And those things happen at least several times a week. About two-thirds of the dads read to their kids often, and a higher percentage play and eat meals with their kids often. The good fathering habits are there with older kids, too. For those dads who have children ages 5 to 18, 9 out of 10 eat meals with their kids and talk about their day at least several times a week. Also, 2 out of 3 help with homework, and about half take their kids to and from events and activities. Now, there's always room for improvement, and dads, I hope you're as involved in your kids' lives as possible. Don't settle for just a few times a week in a lot of those actions. But most of all, I want to applaud your investment and involvement. You have accepted your children as a gift from God and are giving them much-needed love, confidence, and security. I do hope you know that you don't have to be perfect or try to live up to a quota for how many diapers you change or how often you help with homework. Instead, just be real with who you are and understand that it's okay to laugh. It's okay to cry, to say you're sorry, and to not be in total control of everything. So congratulations, Dad. And all your friends who are dads, tell them congratulations too. And let them know you heard that good news 
from Carrie Casey on Today's Father. Discover a wealth of free fathering information and sign up for our email updates for dads at fathers.com or call 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Yogi, what are you doing on the park ranger's computer? I'm signing up to be a watchdog, boo-boo, so I'll get free picnic baskets. Sometimes I'm so smart, it hurts. Yogi, I don't think that's how it works. Here comes the park ranger. Run, boo-boo. Run! Hey, how you doing? This is Bobby Boucher. I wish I would have had a watchdog at my school and had a positive male role model in my life. Instead, at home, I had Steve. Uh-huh. Sign up to be a watchdog now and don't be a Steve. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right, and welcome back for the second half of Watchdogs Radio, episode number 121. We had a uh, great starting uh, opening segment there with uh, some good friends from Countryside Elementary School in Olathe, Kansas. Uh, We had Amy Hercules and uh, Ryan Hackworth with us talking about the 11 years that that Watchdogs program has been running, and that has been uh, an an amazing program there and and literally has helped us launch about – about 3,000 or 3,500 more watchdog schools, so we're so happy to uh, have them with us. Well, uh, we want to continue to move on with some of our uh, great guests that we have. We've been uh, honored and uh, privileged to be able to have some great authors. Uh, we, we talk about school issues, and uh, and we're going to talk about bullying today. But I'm gonna, real quickly, uh, Chris, I want to tell you, um, you remember when we had Mark and Kim to say on there a few weeks ago that uh, adopted the two uh, the two young boys from China? Yes, sir. I sure do remember. Uh huh. I, I got to meet John and Luke the other day, and and just wow. I was so fascinated to, to see to think about what these boys have been through, and and the fact that they are so loved, and they're going to get so much great uh, attention, and and a. Great learning and growing experience uh, you know, here in the United States with a great, awesome family. Uh, I think we're going to probably try to get them back on here uh, sometime and talk about their experience in, uh, in going to China, spending 12 days over there working with the government, getting uh, all of the paperwork and documents and everything together to, uh, to bring those two boys home. So hopefully we'll uh, have a chance to get them on here uh, within the next couple of weeks. So, You know, uh, when I go out to these conferences, I have a chance to meet and work with some great people and uh, recently at the uh, Georgia School Board Association conference, I had a chance to meet uh, several authors that uh, were there. There was they had several book signings there. I had a chance to meet uh, Mike Buchanan. Now Mike is the author of the Fat Boy Chronicles, which uh, we're going to hear about that here in just a minute. Mike, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. We're glad to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be on here because uh, y'all. Uh, what y'all do is so needed and it's so wonderful for families and kids around the nation. So I'm thrilled to be here. Well, great, Mike. We're we're having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I wanted to uh, learn a little bit about you. I know that you uh, your career was uh, started out as a teacher and now you've kind of converted to uh, to author. You want to just give us a little bit of your background and then uh, and then we really want to get into learning about the Fat Boy Chronicles and exactly what that is. Sure. Yeah, I've. Uh... I was born in Germany, but I grew up around Atlanta. I went to Georgia Tech, Georgia State, and uh, taught for 32 years in high school. I taught math and science, didn't really do uh, English and all that. That's what most people think that I taught <laughs> literature because I'm a writer now. Okay. And, uh, so, you know, and during high school, I uh, 
like I said, math, science, trig, and all those kind of things. But also coached basketball and baseball, so I was hmm, pretty okay. involved in the school. And, uh, okay, and then, some... and then you retired and decided to pick up writing? Well, I had uh, they kind of overlapped for a while. I guess in maybe the summer of 1999, I took a group of kids on a, an adventure. I used to do that every summer with uh, some of the kids from high school. And one year we went diving off the coast of Honduras, and some of the, several other chaperones were there. And one of them was the lady I ended up riding with. And so we started riding together in 2000, and we've been riding together ever since. And so I re- retired in 2008, and so now I'm just doing the writing and the screenwriting. We do a screen. We wrote the screenplay for the movie also. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was the um, what led you to looking into bringing the Fat Boy Chronicles to, to paper and then now to uh, to video? Well, we were at a um, a book signing for another book, the, probably 2006, 2007, maybe somewhere in there. <clears throat> and this kid walked up. He was slim and trim, and he, he said, well, y'all are writers. And we're like, uh, yes. And he said, and y'all used to be teachers, right? And we said, yeah. And he said, well, I think you need to tell my story. And it turned out that he had been the overweight, picked-on kid all the way through elementary and middle school. Not really that much overweight, but enough to be a target. And he said it was awful, and he felt, um, you know, at times suicidal, and he never told any adults, and he just kind of kept it in. And he said he would go to the library and look for a book for boys that would make him feel better about mm-hmm. tomorrow. And he said he never could find one. All the books were for girls. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, he said, if you write a book that gives a especially a boy, but anybody, uh, hope that tomorrow will be better. He said, I know it will help a lot of kids that are struggling through the same thing that I went through, that he went through. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, well, Doug, you're kind of slim and trim, and so uh, we don't get it exactly. Because when we met him, I think he was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> his eighth grade summer or spring, he finally unloaded on his doctor and told him how awful it was. And the Mm -hmm. doctor said, well, you know what, Doug, there's only one person that you can ever really, uh, that's ever really going to be in your, you know, that you can do something about and that's yourself. You can't change these other people in your school. And he said, why don't you do something for you, Doug? And he did. And that summer he started working out, running around the block, and he lost 47 pounds. And he has kept it off. And now he is, you know. Married with a kid on the way and working at Procter and Gamble and life is great, but he could have easily slipped through the cracks. Sure. So we took the essence. We took the essence of him, an overweight, picked on kid, and used our teaching days to create the world of Jimmy Winterpock. And so the book's told through this kid's journal in ninth grade English class. Mm, wow. So the what what has been some of the impact? I know when we had our conversation back at the conference, you were telling me about some of the people that have come up to you and. And even, you know, some people that have said that the book has actually saved their life. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. I mean, it, whether it's the book or the movie, uh, we get a lot of emails. We just people that will write on our Facebook page or it'll be a review on Netflix or whatever it might be. And they'll talk about the impact of the book or the movie or both on their life. And uh, we've had people say that uh, kind of like what Doug hoped, for us to be able to do, which is I I think I can hang in there now. I've learned through Jimmy that things will be better, that they also learned through Jimmy that uh, that everybody has issues, 
that everybody has problems. Some are just a little more visible than others, and so it helps them connect that way. We have we hear from girls that are cutters. We've heard mm-hmm. uh, some stories from kids that are very overweight that have gone on a weight loss journey like Jimmy does in the book. Mm-hmm. And one lady in particular told us that she had tried everything with her son. He weighed 350-something pounds at age 14. And no matter what she tried, nothing worked. And she said, but he read your book, and that made all the difference. And he ended up losing like 150 pounds. And she said, you probably wow. saved my son's life. And so, wow. you know, those are great. Or kids that will write us and say, I was a bully, but I'm not anymore. Because now mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. And so it's been very humbling for, for both Diane and I. Wow, that that's an impressive story to to see the just the impact that you can have on so many lives. Uh, people that uh, when you cast that wide net out there to help people, it's hard to imagine you know who you're going to catch, and that's just a uh, unbelievably right. amazing story. So been, now I understand your in, work. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say well, it's just, been great in a way that that when you teach, you kind of you can impact the kids that you're in front of, but when you write a book you know, you impact people that you never meet. And so that part exactly. has been amazing. And it kind of helps giving my teacher fix. Wow. Now I understand you're working on another project now, uh, spiral bound. Well, that's, yeah, we were working on that and, uh, that's kind of about to go into the, uh, film festival circuit. It's a, a documentary that I was the lead writer on and it's about the importance of the arts in our communities and education for people that I might not be exposed to the arts and how much it can do for their life and self-esteem. Well, that's so awesome. Be, uh, out in the spring, probably. Okay, all right. Uh, the yeah. uh, I guess probably the one of the important things that we want to let people know as they're listening. Now, we did, uh, you know, we do reach out to a lot of school counselors that uh, you know could certainly use this uh, information in their work as well as parents and administrators. Uh, If someone were more interested in uh, the background of the Fat Boy Chronicles or even to get a copy of the book or the video, uh, what would would they do? Do they come to your webpage, or what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, that's one way. Uh, We have a Facebook page, you know, fans of the Fat Boy Chronicles. They can write us through there if they just want to interact kind of personally. We have a website that has a lot of great information for parents, teachers, kids to deal with things. Uh, there's an excellent curriculum guide that's on the website that schools use. You know, a lot of schools around the nation will use the book as a school-wide read to kind of get conversation going about issues. Mm-hmm. And um, and a lot of times, Diane and I will go visit the schools after they've read the book or watched the movie or both. And exactly. So, but, uh, it's I on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Pardon? Okay. Okay. Now, if somebody wanted to do a project and bring you in as a, a an author study or whatever, uh, the best way is the same way: Facebook and and uh... Uh, Facebook and the website, or they can. I mean, I'm, I don't mind giving out my email. It's Mike at Tenroofffilms, Tenroofffilms dot com, okay. and uh, they can write me through that. And uh, you know, but the books and Barnes and Noble, Amazon, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. The movie as well. All right. Well, that sounds good. Well, uh, once again, uh, Mike Buchanan, the author of uh, The Fat Boy Chronicles and uh, also uh, with his latest project of uh, Spiral Bound. So we are so glad that you took the opportunity to uh, spend some time with us, Mike. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. It's been an honor being on here. Thank you. Mike, thank you, sir. You bet. All right. Well, it's always amazing how quickly the time flies when uh, once we open up this microphone, it goes uh, pretty quick, and it's just been a, a, a whole heck of a lot of fun. I mean, we enjoy 
promoting uh, father engagement. We enjoy uh, being just a, a helpful resource to our educators and uh, counselors, students, parents out there. So if you want to check us out, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs, or you can call Chris, my good friend, at the Watchdogs National Office by calling 888-540-DOGS. That's 888-540-3647. Well, Chris, we're going to watch some football tonight, and I guess after the game I'll be uh, – I'll be calling you to tell you if I'm happy or sad. How's that? <laughs> well, man, I hope you I hope you uh, end up on with a smile and a and a number one on your on your index finger, man. There you go. Well, I tell you, and I'll, I'll let it out as a Buckeye fan. I've been waiting a long time. So take care. See you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.